Hello, my name is Michelle. And my name is Joshua. And you're listening to Shivers in the Shadows. Hello, our listeners in the void, or I was thinking about calling you guys voidies. Voidies, okay. okay. What do you think about that? I think it's definitely a thought to consider. <laughs> it's definitely an opinion. <laughs> I don't know. I just think people would confuse it with Orbeez. What the fuck? You know? Like, that would happen. Arby's? No, Orbeez. Orbeez. Those are the, I think Orbeez are like the little gel balls that grow with water. Dude, you're like the fountain of knowledge over here. I am. I speak wisdom. I know everything. <laughs> so I, I actually, I actually Googled mm-hmm. what's in the void. Right. The only thing that came up was your reflection. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> it was Leviathans. Right. You stupid ass. <laughs> oh my goodness. So um, yeah, that that is what our listeners are. They Leviathans. are Leviathans. Okay. Yes. All right. okay so today we have a special episode we have decided to do an extra sort of different episode where we read scary stories from reddit Mm -hmm. and um we thought this would be fun for us to do and then i know i like listening to this kind of stuff on tiktok and stuff so hopefully you guys will enjoy it as well exactly so So, these are the ones that she saved all right this i didn't have artist choice (laughs) But I will read it and hope they are scary. You definitely could have if you put the time in. I'm putting the time in right now. Oh okay? my goodness! You know how valuable just... my time is. Oh my goodness gracious! You're I don't just have so time important. to be scrolling Reddit. Just like our viewers, they don't have time oh to scroll goodness. Reddit. They're here to listen to us scroll it for them. Okay. True that. True that. And I will gladly do it for you guys every week. Okay. The name of this Reddit post is "This Day as a Police Officer Will Haunt Me Forever." When I was a police officer, a big part of my job was responding to suicides on the train tracks. People would regularly stand slash show themselves in front of trains to end their lives. It was often my job to find the body, search the body for ID, pick the body slash body parts up, place it in a body bag ready to be taken to the morgue. I have lost count on how many times of these jobs I have attended. Most of the time, the impact of the train obliterated the body and I was there picking up pieces of flesh that were indistinguishable. No matter how gruesome each one was, they have all kind of blend they have all kind of blended into one memory in my mind. Maybe a coping mechanism. Except for one. I was working the night shift and got a call on my radio about 3 a.m. to a person stuck by a train. Struck by a train. My team and I were all sitting in the office at the time. As soon as the call came in, we jumped up and rushed into the police van. We drove on the dark, quiet roads of London to the train station. None of us said a word to each other the whole way there. It was silent. We were all too busy thinking about what we were potentially walking into. What we were going to see. That's so scary. Could you imagine those awful vibes? Once we arrived at the station, I saw the fire brigade there as well as the London ambulance service. Not many people realize it's us police officers that have to pick up these dead bodies. It's us, unfortunately. I can't believe that. You'd think it was like the ambulance or the... Right. Right? Yeah. Don't It's it's the police putting them on stretchers? I guess so. Interesting. Once the power on the train tracks was off, I walked onto the tracks ahead of my team with my torch to look for the body. I remember it being freezing cold. Do you know what a torch is? Like from Minecraft? 
No, that's what British <laughs> people call a flashlight. Yes. Like from Minecraft. So maybe. <laughs> what century is this guy from? <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. Minecraft is relevant. Oh my gosh, go away. Century. Go away. Okay, go on, go on, go on. Sorry. I feel like I can't go on now unless <laughs> I read it in a British accent. Oh my goodness, go ahead. All right. Since he is British, once the power on the train tracks was off, I walked onto the tracks ahead of my team with my torch to look for the body. I remember being freezing cold and silent. The only noise was my feet hitting the rubble on the train tracks. Oh my goodness. After a long walk in the pitch black, I saw the body. I approached the body to get a closer look, and what I saw has stayed with me ever since, and I don't think the memory will ever leave me. The man's eyes were staring right into my soul. His body was not smashed to pieces like all the jobs I'd been to before. Instead, this man had placed his head perfectly on the rail tracks, so that the train decapitated his head from the rest of his body. Like that? that was amazing like yeah. i did not want to say any kind of anything or laugh because <laughs> that was so it. beautiful i was like please continue <laughs> okay okay and i'm sure our audience is like Ooh. <laughs> okay all right or like from our previous episode <laughs> <laughs> only the people who watched the first episode will get that yes <laughs> okay so go on go on <laughs> with your accent please oh right continue right. i was gonna read normally but I, oh. won't, I won't do that. Okay. <laughs> At this point, I waved the rest of my team over. We all kitted up with the correct equipment to do the body recovery. We were all there in the pitch black in our white body suits, picking up his remains. I was the one who had to pick up his head from his hair and place it with the rest of his body in the body bag. He was still staring into my eyes as I was doing so. Once the body was in the body bag, four of us carried the bag onto the tracks to get the body out of the station. While we were carrying... Carrying. <laughs> While we were carrying the body bag, our arms started to get really tired. So I suggested to the team that we all swap sides to give one of our arms a break. As we gently placed the body bag down, laughter came from the bag. Oh, shit. A really high-pitched, slow laugh. The kind of laugh that was laughing right at me. Chills went down my spine. Oh my I was so frightened that not only was I speechless, I could not process a thought. I was completely frozen. We all stopped and looked at each other. I just picked up this man's decapitated head. How could he be alive? How could he be laughing at us? I could see the fear in my colleagues' faces. Time seemed to freeze in this moment, and no one knew what to do. <laughs> I'd piss myself. I would piss oh, myself. My like the way they captured, like the not not processing a thought, like that kind of fear. Yeah, I know. That makes it feel like, realistic. You know that moment where it like lasts forever because they're just staring at each other, like, "What the fuck?" I just don't. Happened? I can't imagine that. I can't I imagine feel, it. But like, I can't imagine the the fear that like you can't even process a thought. And like, okay, their energy bouncing off of each other, that fear. Right, right. So it just it feel must feel so intense. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, go on, go on, go on. Oh so this is the last part. Eventually, we opened up the body bag. Whichever officer searched the body didn't see the man's phone that was in his inside jacket pocket. The man received a call from an unknown number, and his ringtone was his laughter, <laughs> which we found out from the family later on. <laughs> the laughter still stays with me till this day, and as a believer of the supernatural, I can't help but think, who made that call? Dun, dun, dun. Dun. That that was so is good. terrifying, and I thought I honestly was like, oh, "This guy making it up," you know, what I'm saying, getting a little creative. But the ringtone actually—he wrote it so well, though. 
yeah, he no, wrote he it did, so he well. He did like, all the heavy if, if he would have just gotten to the point quick, quickly, it would have been such a lame story. Right. But the way he wrote it was so amazing. Right. That it creeps mm-hmm. you the fuck Even out. reading it and not believing it, you're still like, whoa. I know. Even though it's not supernatural, it, it was still so creepy. And who the fuck puts their own laughter as a ringtone like that is the same type of person to decapitate themselves with a train oh don't say that why poor guy what do you mean he was obviously having a really tough day (laughs) (laughs) i know that sounds horrible but seriously you're right it's tough days like that that hearing my own laughter would have just (laughs) oh you're so mean but unfortunately that person was a little late seriously like he ended his own life he did he and and i know that he must have been feeling the vibrations on the tracks before the train even got to him so he Jeez. was like intent on ending his life that's so sad okay so let's go into the next story oh there's, another, there's more Ooh. yes of course are there you is. gonna read it in your british accent yeah right <laughs> nowhere as near as good as you <laughs> stop if if you guys are unaware mr joshua over here can do all kinds of accents stop. he's amazing only Russian and British and Jamaican and a bunch of other accents that are too offensive for me to say right now. <laughs> but you're amazing. Thank you. So, but let's go into our next story. It is called Sleep Paralysis Creature. Ooh. Oh my God. How did I not start this episode with the ridiculous sleep paralysis I had last night? Oh, or the night before last night. Okay, tell me. I never get sleep paralysis. So getting this and like how long it was, was like... What is going on? You know, intense. I, yeah, it definitely was intense. Okay, tell me, tell me. So first, I should start. I had gone to sleep listening to psychedelic trip reports. So people who do psychedelics and then they post online about the experience, mm-hmm. and usually they use terms that of like expressing how it went, and it's very like out of this world kind of terms, like expressing the experience, right? Okay. Like your ego dissolving and your reality is blending into itself oh, and wow. like, you know, experiencing all these emotions. So I listen to this sometimes to go to sleep because it's really interesting. Oh, wow. <laughs> and Never heard of that. I woke up about three and a half hours, three and a half hours later. How do you know how long it was? Because I woke up at 1 a.m. Oh, okay. And then I could not fall back asleep. And I tried and I tried and I tried. I could not fall back asleep until eventually I did. And when I woke up. I could not move my arms or my head. And whenever I, and not only that, I could feel something like touching my face, like taunting me. Like it felt like it was taunting me. Like I can do this and you can't move type of thing. What? Could you move your legs? I couldn't. I didn't try. I only tried to move my arms or my head. Holy shit. I know. Could you see it? I couldn't see it. I tried to. I could open my eyes. That was one thing. I could open my eyes and like I could see different parts of my room and i was like my mind was trying to make out figures i couldn't see any figures it was too dark but i was trying to make out figures oh my goodness felt like something was touching my face Holy shit. and this is cool yes every time i tried to move my arms up and i could move it up a little bit just a little bit every time i would hear audible hallucinations and they were getting louder the more i tried to move what what did you hear first time i heard like a high-pitched ringing that got louder when i tried to move what yes i know and then this is weird i tried to move and i heard water pouring next to me like water like pouring like like it sounded like it was loud like it was just this loud sound of water pouring and i remember thinking 
I really hope that I didn't just pee myself. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of. You just <laughs> pissed yourself. Like, That's yeah, all it was. Exactly. Like, did you pee yourself? Josh? No. Okay. I did not. <laughs> Good. And then I remember giving up and thinking about something else. And I thought about. Were you scared though? I during these kinds of moments, I can for some reason always regulate my fear. Now the previous experience I had was extremely terrifying. There was no regulating my fear, and that was part of the experience. Was it the same day, same no, night? This is a few. This was a few weeks prior. This oh, other okay. experience, but this experience itself, terrifying. And I gave up, right? Uh huh. And I thought about something else, and got a little lost and thought about that. And then whenever I tried to move, my, I was like, "Let's see if I can move now. I can move perfectly fine. I literally could just I was like it was just perfectly normal. Oh I can move." Oh my goodness gracious! I know. Wow. So, thinking about it, I've never had sleep paralysis like that where I could just like move a little bit, which is really interesting. Why could I move a little bit? I don't know. I don't know. But so, you said you had an experience a couple of weeks ago. I had an experience a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Um. Do you want me to say it right now? Or of course. Save it, save yeah. No. 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 Because speak. 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 This experience was just a little window into how terrifying your mind can be. Oh, geez. Because that's all I can describe this as terrifying. Okay. Okay. So I wake up to hearing someone breaking in. That's not that's not the scary part, but I hear someone breaking in. Okay. Like, what do you hear specifically? I hear I I hear someone at the front door, like. Like there's noise coming from the front door and I immediately know, okay, someone's breaking in. Oh my goodness. Then following that, I don't know. I have sleep paralysis yet. Okay. I hear and and just, I register in my head that this is happening. The dogs screaming, dying, like the dog, this dog screeching, screeching and pain. (gasps) And now I try to move and I think I can't. And I don't know if I sleep paralysis or I'm too terrified to move. I couldn't tell. All I know is I wanted to move, but I couldn't tell if it was because of the fear preventing me because I was terrified or the sleep paralysis. Holy shit. I know. What? I've never heard of like audible yeah. paralysis. That's, like, that's where I get all. I don't have no visual, just audible. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so how, how did it finish? Like, so did you go to sleep? So that, this you... is, that's why it's a short part, right? Yeah. I suddenly could move. Right. And I had like the sense of clarity and I listen. I hear the dogs walking. I hear them walking. And not barking or screeching. I'm like, oh my, oh my god, that must have been so hearing it, the babies crying. I know. Pain. It was terrible, genuinely. Oh my goodness. And oddly enough, I wasn't even really that shaken up after like after I wasn't that shaken up as you'd expect. I'm more shaken up right now than I was after experiencing it. Just thinking about it? Yeah, I'm more shaken up thinking about that experience than oh how it was directly after, like that day. Oh wow. That, that was my experience. That is with sleep paralysis. Crazy. This next story is called Sleep Paralysis Creature. When I was about 10 or 11, I found myself waking up in the middle of the night, not being able to move. It genuinely frightened me because I have never heard of sleep paralysis and had no idea why I couldn't move. I kept looking around my room. It was dark, only light up by the smallest bit of moonlight and the light on my computer's power button, which added a greenish light to the room. As I looked around, I had the feeling I was being watched. But my heart sank when I noticed a hand slowly reaching up from the foot of my bed. The best way to describe this hand was it was dark, skinny, and had fingers that were about a foot long each. Just to give a better description, my bed was a loft, meaning it was basically a bunk bed that didn't have the bottom half. The only thing under my bed was my computer desk. So I would have to climb to get into my actual bed. I noticed my bed started shaking as the creature with the large skinny hands slowly ascended. Oh my goodness. I couldn't move. 
or even scream for my dad. So the only thing I could do was close my eyes. When I opened them, the creature was gone. However, seconds later, I saw my bed start to shake. And once again, that hand slowly rises up from the foot of my bed. I would be so terrifying. terrified. Like, you don't want to jump off Mm-mm. because you might come face to face with God knows what. Right. But she she couldn't move. She knew she couldn't move. Oh, yeah. So that's she true. just had to like, you know, suffer. She had no idea what sleep paralysis was. That's true. That's true. That's true. So oh having gosh. no idea. And, and you can't like, move. <laughs> okay. I did the same thing, closing my eyes, only to open them and see that the figure was gone once again. But a few seconds later, as you probably guessed, the same thing happened again. At this point, I felt a bit more in control, knowing that if the creature gets too close, I could simply close my eyes again. With this in mind, I guess I felt like I wanted to see how far he would come. Oh no. So I kept my eyes opened a bit longer. This time, the creature slowly makes its way onto my bed and finally gets far enough to reveal his face. And his face was just disturbing. It was pale and cartoonish, but would move as if it were running at least 20 FPS. Yeah, 20 frames a second. So it was like choppy expression, choppy movement. Holy crap. I know. It was not a face I could describe or even comprehend, and it did not match the dark, misty body it had. I was so terrified, and the fact that I couldn't move made it all the more traumatizing for me as a kid. I felt I was trapped, and there was nothing I could do. Well, except for one thing. So once again, I closed my eyes and kept them shut for at least 15 seconds longer than usual. And at this point, I felt the cre- like the creature would have been gone, would have been long gone. So I felt safe to open my eyes. But when I did, I felt like my world came to an end as my heart sank to the bottom of my stomach. The creature was like two inches from my face. Oh my God. I I definitely would piss myself at this point. Like I'd have just wet the bed right now. Yeah. If I could scream, that would have been an appropriate action at the time. But I still couldn't move. I closed my eyes again, and when I opened them, he was gone, and I could move again. I felt a bit relieved that I could move, and I wanted to run to my parents' room across the hall, but I was still paralyzed, this time paralyzed with fear. I lay in my bed, shaking, wondering what the heck just happened. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is terrifying. That is so scary. Holy crap. Okay. I hate that these are like, it's. I know they're true, but like I want to be skeptical. I want to be like, that didn't happen. Why? But like, because that's, cause that, that's how you can like find the real scary stuff because it's like that where it sounds legit. You know what I mean? And this kind of stuff. Is, but it happens to a lot. It hap- I once, okay, I've had sleep paralysis a few times, but there's one specific one that I remember mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. Where I saw a dark, shadowy figure mm-hmm. on the ceiling staring right at me. And I was like hereditary? terrified. But I don't want to get spoilers. but I don't remember. The I, there's movie, only a couple of scenes in Hereditary and I do not want to. No, no. There's a. No? I don't want to think well, about Hereditary. Spooky, I hate that freaking. No, it's, it's not spooky a, at all. That movie spooky. is not spooky. I am so sorry, guys. I will warn but the that audience, movie is not the spooky. Movie is that spooky. movie is just gory as fuck and, and, and traumatizing in a not scary way. There it are, is just it isn't it is not scary. 
I'm I'm sorry that you. I feel got that way. zero scared, very disgusted, wanted to puke my guts out. My heart sank to my stomach a couple times. It was horrible. I mean, I cried a lot. Fear mm-hmm. zero, trauma okay. ten. <laughs> I mean, that just sounds like I they will, did a good job at scaring you. That's no, no scared, disgust. So there wasn't a single part where you're like, <sighs> no, okay, no. Okay, maybe the one scene where he's in the classroom and he's like having the seizure or something. So you just want to spoil part of it? Cause Shut up. Whatever. Did we get a spoiler warning? The one part where... Blank. Beep. We harmonize. <laughs> Beep. Beep. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Okay, anyway. Next story mm-hmm. is for you. And I think that we should make this our last one because we're like... Okay. This is our last, our third story. And it starts with... He told me, I will always remember where you live. I will admit, at my age of 47, I am afraid of the dark. Therefore, if I am home alone at night, I can get a little nervous. I am married with a 10-year-old daughter. We live in a single-level home on a dead-end street. Thankfully, we do not have a basement or garage, just a house. We live close to our neighbors, too, so I usually feel safe. This incident happened last month. My husband and daughter went on an overnight Cub Scout camping trip. I stayed behind because I had to work the next day. So they left the house at 5 p.m., and I was looking forward to being all alone, watching reality shows and eating a nice steak meal. I settled on the couch and enjoyed a nice quiet dinner. Around 6.30 p.m., I see a shadow walk by my front room window. It moved fast. No, thank you. Why not? (laughs) Come on, he's he's lonely. (laughs) I assumed it was something innocent, like a branch or bird, so I ignored it and continued watching my show. Another two minutes go by, and again... A quick shadow goes by the same window. Goodness gracious. This time, I paused the show and got up to check it out. I didn't want to go outside, so I just looked outside the window. Smart. I didn't see anything. (laughs) I then heard a scratching sound at my front door. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I thought, okay, (laughs) what is going on? (laughs) I know we have stray cats around the neighborhood, but they don't scratch the door. We also have raccoons, but again... They do not scratch at the door. Yeah, typically raccoons don't say, hey, can I come in? <laughs> they just run in the backyard and look for food, mm-hmm. which we do not have back there. <laughs> See, at this point, I would be like, I need a freaking dog. Mm-hmm. A nice big dog yes. with a huge bark. Right. <laughs> okay, go on, go on. You know, sometimes, honestly, and we'll say right there, like, appreciate your annoying dogs that like, oh, 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 oh. All the time, <laughs> you know, because like, I don't know, like at thunder or like fireworks. At, at the bir- yeah. Or at the birds. Yeah. Or like just because it feels like it. <laughs> like they're saving our lives, whether we like, you know, realize seriously, it or not. seriously. I don't have a dog and she herself has to be barking. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> <was> unexpected. <laughs> You're having a dog out. is better than having <laughs> to hear her bark. Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay, go on with your story, dude. Beware of Michelle. It's <laughs> outside the house. <laughs> okay. Oh gosh. Okay. I decided to check and make sure my doors were locked. Thankfully, all of them were. As I walked from the back of the house to the front, out of the. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 Oh crap! Okay, 
enough. <laughs> I said I'm like, take- there's nobody home. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to check and make sure my doors were locked. Thankfully, all of them were. As I walk from the back of the house to the front, out of the corner of my eye, I see someone standing at my glass sliding door that leads to the side of my oh, house. Shit. Oh my god! I looked at him and he was just looking at me. No expression. Then he creepily lifted his arm up and waved to me. What? I just froze, my heart racing. What the hell do I do now? I ran to the front room where I was watching TV and grabbed my phone to call 911. Exactly. That's what you do. You call 911. Right. This is where the horror movies usually diverge. Because the horror movie, it's like, I should probably go investigate. Yes. <laughs> I should go grab my torch. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. I then heard him trying to pry the glass door open. What the fuck with this guy? Like, he is freaking... Oh ballsy after a few tries he started banging at the glass or on the glass i told the dispatcher to please hurry someone is trying to break in she told me to remain calm police are on their way right stay calm yeah of course because okay so usually robbers when they find that someone's home they run away because from what i've read typically they they don't want to hurt someone. Yeah, they don't want to interact. And, and yeah, they don't want someone to be home and either possibly get caught or they have to hurt you. Like, they're just there to steal. Mm-hmm. This guy is like, I see you mm-hmm. and I don't give a fuck. I want to get in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm supposed to stay calm? Right. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Let me just go ahead and do that. <laughs> Let me go find my calm right now. <laughs> How? Someone is trying to break exactly. in and maybe kill me. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I ran to the kitchen and grabbed the biggest knife I had and just waited. This girl is smart. Like, right. I really like this girl. She is so smart. Yes, it, she is. It's just like, it's wild that this is the one time like her husband is right? there. Or her. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That could have been like, he was waiting. <gasps> oh, my God. That's so scary. That okay. is terrifying. No, keep reading. Keep reading. Oh, my gosh. Because I remember the end. I couldn't run out the front door to the car. He would have seen me and got me. He then walked to the kitchen window and tapped on it. What he said to me will always remain in my memory. He smiled and said, I will always remember where you live. Finally, the cop showed up and he took off. He didn't wear a mask, but I remembered his face and what he wore. I gave all the details to the police and they took a report. So far, he has not been caught. (sighs) I told my husband what happened and we changed the lock. Since this has happened, I cannot sleep. Any little noise wakes me. I have nightmares about him breaking in and just standing over my bed watching me sleep. I am thinking of getting some therapy to help me get over this. Okay. So that just reminded me of something that happened to me. Nah. And by and, and when I say me, I mean us. Okay, so like <gasps> you you don't you don't remember because you were little. Okay. And this will be our last story because it just reminded me of this. But many years ago, we lived in an apartment. Mm-hmm. And every year after you renew your bleh, after you renew your contract, mm-hmm. they clean the carpet. They send okay. they send a company, an outside company, to clean the carpets in the apartment. Right. So they told me, okay, so we have them scheduled to come on this certain day. So please make sure that there's nothing on the floor at all. And I made sure of that. I made sure there was nothing on on any in any room. And that evening, I get home from work, mm-hmm. and. My yoga ball that was I put on the couch is on the floor, and my shoes that I had put on the couch were also on the floor. And when I called the comp, and I, and I noticed that the rugs were not cleaned, I right. called them the next morning, and they said, "Oh yeah, it's because they said that there were things on the floor." They said what? They didn't. They couldn't clean the carpet because there were items on the floor, and they they're not allowed to touch my items. What? Yeah. So I said, "Well, they did touch my items because my items were on the yeah on the couch, and they put them on the floor." 
well, that is what they said, blah, blah, blah. We're going to have to schedule another day. I said, okay, please make sure there's nothing on the floor. I will, like I did the first time. Yeah. So second time, mm-hmm. they did it again. In the bedroom this time, they took items that I had on a chair and put them on the floor. Okay. And I'm like, these motherfuckers just don't want to work. Yeah. So I complained again. And I was like, these people just don't want to do their jobs. Yeah. And they're telling you that, oh, I couldn't clean it because this person put items on the floor. But I made sure that there was nothing on the floor before I went to work this morning. Mm-hmm. They just don't want to work. And I was I went bitching at them. Obviously, these people were not happy. They finally, the third time, came and actually did the job. After this happened, I noticed food started going missing. What? Now, I'm the only adult there. Yeah. I had ice cream in the fridge one that I know I had. And one evening I went to go get the ice cream and it was gone. That's Clothes. A shirt that I knew I had. Yeah. Gone. I never found it. What? Yes. Oh, my goodness. So I was terrified. I would stay up at night. Mm -hmm. And just like this girl, could not sleep. I would lay in bed with my eyes open listening for every little sound and then i'd hear like tapping noises on the dining room window so i i got a bat from my mom (laughs) because she had bats yeah i was like i need one of the bats for protection and i would stand in the hallway Mm -hmm. for like what felt like hours and i'd stand there for like 20 to 30 minutes in reality because i checked the time Mm -hmm. terrified waiting for for something to happen because it sounded like someone was trying to get in right and this happened until I ended up moving out of the apartment. I I ha- I love those apartments. Like, yeah. I had renewed the lease three years in a row. I loved it. And I hated that I had to move, but I had to move because I could. I did not feel safe. It was just absolutely terrifying. That is terrifying. I just, I, it, my only thing is, is like, why did you like stand outside the hallway before buying a camera or something like buying something? To this record? is back in the day. That's, like ring was not a thing. Dang. And if it was, I wasn't aware of it. Yeah. This is like, I see. when was this? This was 15 years ago. That is terrifying. And that, literally, yeah, this spooked the hell of me. I did not know that. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a horrible way to live. Yeah. Yeah. Those are our scary stories for this episode. If you'd like to send us your own scary stories, paranormal or true crime or whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel free to email them to us at shiversintheshadows at gmail.com. Uh, you can also check us out on Instagram at shiversintheshadows or on Twitter at shiversshadows. And you can also find us on YouTube now if you Google Shivers in the Shadows podcast. Emailing or DMing are great ways to send us any stories you have or feedback you have. Yes. On how to make a, the podcast more entertaining or. Yeah, better. Just yeah. better in general. Just better. We are open to any feedback, please. We'll like to finish every episode with a quote that Mr. Joshua will <coughs> present to you. Let's see. Is this one? Is this a British accent one or is this a normal voice? British, I'll do normal voice. British. I don't know. The voices are saying British, so. <laughs> The voices from the void. (laughs) I think that humans have a huge capacity to carry pain and sadness. There are things that haunt us our entire lives. We are unable to let them go. The good times seem almost effervescent and dreamlike in comparison with the times that didn't go as well. Henry Rollins. I actually wanted to say a few words about the quote. I thought it was interesting. I think it is definitely, definitely insightful to understand that we do have such a wide spectrum to experience emotions Mm -hmm. and that whenever you are experiencing the times that didn't go so well, 
it's really nice to know that the depth that you experience your pain and your sorrow is equivalent to the depth that you can experience bliss and love love and happiness. I love that so much. Those just just understand that as someone watching this, understand that. All right. All right. So thank you for joining us for this episode and please come back again next week where we'll have another scary (laughs) stories episode for you. Bye. Bye. Bye.